Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, morning everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you for a good day that has gone by, for the good night's rest that you provide us, where you recharge and rebuild us up. Fill us up with strength in the body. And we come back to you this morning, Lord, to be in your presence. And to receive from you, to draw and drink from you again. Of your presence, of your glory. That we are revived in our spirit. That we are refilled, recharged to hear from you, your revelations. And then we step into our day. We speak into our morning. And everything, in every circumstance. You work through all those situations with us in our favor, just as your word in Romans 8 verse 28 says. And Father, we thank you that you pour, you are ever willing to pour your grace and your mercy into us every single day. For those that intend to walk with you, that come towards you, and you draw each of these by your own wisdom, Father. You quicken us in the spirit. You call us by name. For unless you call us, we cannot come to you. And it is you who bestow your gift of salvation upon each of the ones that you call. And we share your same peace and your joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family, with all those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We share it also with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We ask for a quickening, an awakening in their spirits as well, Lord. And we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. We begin our prayer in the name of our father. The great I am, the ancient of days, the God of hope, the God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire. And we pray in the name of Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who is our sanctification and our righteousness that we wear on us when we accept him as Lord and Savior. It is his righteousness that is conferred upon us. We wear it as a robe, as a garment. The Lion of Judah. He is our rock and our refuge. The foundation on which our Christian experience is built. The Word Himself. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The same Spirit that created the universe. The same Spirit that powered Jesus' ministry. The same Spirit that is bringing about a revival in this earth. That same Spirit who has now quickened us. He gives life to our mortal body that we can no longer be the same. Our life must change when we have seen him, when he has touched our lives. He is the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of victory, the spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful, the spirit of the living God. 
We pray in the name of that Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with that gift of prayer, your legal system for us to authorize you to step in and help us. We thank you, Lord, that you have provided every resource that we need in the heavenlies. You have provided us with every spiritual gift that we need. You have provided us with angels with destiny help us. We thank you, Father, that you have provided us with revelations from your word. And the more we press into that word, the more you reveal about yourself and your nature, about your principles, your prophecies, your promises, your covenants that you made with our fathers. We thank you, Lord, that you do not hold anything back. But you want us to come closer to you, to rekindle, rebuild that relationship with you that we ourselves chose to walk away from. We thank you, Lord, that you do not walk away from us, that you continue to be close to us. Thank you, Jesus. And as you make our reflection and our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. And we draw a bloodline around each of these. We declare that as our hedge of protection, our barricade in the spirit. That every form of wickedness that comes against it be judged by fire from heaven. In the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us and to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I declare exemption from all of these for these your people, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We also proclaim and herald the power in our spoken word. As we speak your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. The verses that we are reflecting on this morning as well. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths each day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. Today we continue. And our second part, in the series of seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Yesterday, we reflected on the question of, are you a sower or an eater? And as you reflect on that question, the best part to know is that you can do both. As long as we do not go to the extremes of being only an eater, and when we sow, there is an overflow so that there is plenty to eat and still left spare to share. It is important that we share and do not hold up. 
See Malachi 3 verse 10 where it says, He opens the floodgates of heaven and pours out such a huge blessing that there is no room to contain it. And what does he expect you to do with it? To sow again and let that cycle continue. But those who are only seeking to get their needs met will only get their needs met. He leaves it to your appetite. They won't have the abundance that comes along with being a giver. It is not him but we who draw that line short and close to us and set it as our target. So the question is, what is your focus then? Are you looking at abundance or are you just looking to meet your own personal needs? Are you a sower or an eater only? Or do you sow and eat? And is that in line with God's prescription as mentioned in his word? What you focus on is what you get. Look at what he said just two verses earlier from what we reflected on yesterday. We reflected on 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. But in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 he says, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having all sufficiency in all things, that is having enough for yourself to eat, may abound to every good work. And that good work is towards others. So that you having all sufficiency, all your needs are met, you may be a giver. And if your focus is that good work on being a giver to others, then he upholds his end of the bargain. He will make all grace abound towards you. But if we do not go beyond our own sufficiency, then he leaves us at that. We will only have sufficiency. We will never have abundance. In God's economy, prosperity is not only for you. It is so that you may bless others. Remember Luke 6 verse 38. He said, give and it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over. And with what measure you use, that same is used by God for you. And his way of measuring is not addition. It is multiplication. We saw that in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10 yesterday, where it says, he multiplies your seed. So if we want to multiply our sufficiency as well, then it goes together. It cannot go in isolation. But we must check our intention first when we give. It needs to reflect two attitudes in it. And the first one is an attitude of gratitude. Being thankful to God for what he has blessed you with. And the second one is the intent to bless others with the same blessing that you have received. The intent to share. Blessed to be a blessing was God's gift to Abraham. When he promised him abundance. Do you see that connection between abundance and blessing others? You can read about it in Genesis chapter 12 verses 2 and 3. God blessed him so that he could bless others. He could be a blessing to nations. 
And when we are Abraham's children in faith, and we say we inherit his blessings, you must inherit the same, not part of it. So the first thing in that is sharing and financing the gift of salvation. That way you will carry out God's agenda. When you are right in the middle of his agenda and you help spread the good news, then his eyes are always upon you. It is his job, his duty to ensure your success. And the second thing is teaching them to benefit from what you have learned. So it's not only financing God's agenda, but teaching others to benefit from what you have learned. And that is what this prayer group is about, sharing what we are receiving from the Lord every single day. Remember Matthew 28 verse 19. Jesus said, go and make disciples of men, teaching them everything I have taught you. This is what we must have in our hearts when we give. He said, freely you have received, so freely give. Don't hold back. True Bible prosperity is about being blessed to be a blessing to others and being successful in everything that you undertake as part of God's plan. When we put sowing ahead of reaping, God gets involved in our finances and meets our every need. I'll say that again. It is important. When we put sowing ahead of eating, God gets involved in our finances and meets our every need. This is his management school. Only those that sow can reap a harvest. Even science will tell us that. When you don't sow, you don't reap. So he teaches us how to sow. He teaches us how to invest. And then while the earth remains, when we sow, we must receive a harvest. That law he gave to Noah way back in Genesis. Genesis 8 verse 22. That still holds true. And listen to this carefully. If God can get money through us, he will get money to us. So then what will stop that abundance from flowing through you and to you? It depends entirely on you. That's the most important thing to remember. But what are those? I've just made some points, some notes, and I shall go through them. The first one is the one that will stop abundance from flowing towards and through you is the attitude of all this is mine. I made it. I am a self-made man. That I becomes the attitude of Satan. It is the attitude of pride. We see that in Isaiah 14 verse 12 to 15 as well. The five eyes. Here I'd like each of us that thinks I am a self-made person to look at Psalm 24 verse 1. The earth and all its fullness belong to God. We are only renting it for a short life that we live. And yet we say it's ours. We come and we go. The earth remains there. All property, all assets, everything remains here. We don't take anything with us and we did not bring anything with us. Yet we said, I made it. It is mine. We need to rise above that attitude of pride. Number two, I have all I need. I do not want any more. 
And so there is no need to sow or invest in anything. That is a selfish attitude of only thinking about ourselves and not sharing with others. We must look to leave a legacy to others that is not limited to our children or our children's children. It must go above and beyond. Only then do you sit within God's agenda. Number three is similar to the second one here. I have received my salvation. I am saved. And that's all that matters. Even if I don't do anything, the Bible says I will still go to heaven. That again is selfishness. Remember the parable of the talents with the servant who was given only one talent. That talent is you, yourself, your gift of salvation. When you do not do anything to multiply salvations, to multiply your seed and to bless others, then you, like that same servant in the parable, have buried your talent in the ground. And God will take your abundance and give it to others. Others that are multiplying their talents. Again, remember what Jesus said in John 12 verse 24. He said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single seed. But if it falls and dies, then it bears much fruit. That grain also is you. But I won't get into that. It is a separate topic for reflection on another day. But that's how he multiplies your seed. Look at Psalm 126 verse 6. It says, those that go out weeping and carrying seed to sow will return with songs of joy carrying sheaves with them. That investing will cost you. But he said, I will always be with you. He wants you to be a giver. Otherwise, you might instantly say again, like we've seen these few points, that's mine. And that is not the sign of a giver. That is not the image and likeness of Jesus. He gave of himself of everything, even in his own the last drop of his blood. You are blessed. To be a giver so that you can return to that image and likeness in which the God in which the Lord made you. You are blessed to be a giver so that you can be a blessing to others. And when we are a blessing to others, only then does He multiply our seed. We shall stop here there with. In this part and tomorrow we shall continue on a third part where we reflect on the righteousness part of it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding in our hearts of what your word is teaching us. The revelation, Lord, to pour into each of these lives so that the principle behind abundance is deep-rooted in our understanding and we walk in that light that you provide each of us. So that none of these, your people, Father, that hear your good news must live in poverty, must live in limit, must live in vulnerability, must live marginalized. But each of these, 
but step up to abundance that every shut door that has remained shut in their life so far and now be opened. Through your revelation, through the gift of your wisdom, Father, you said, let him who lacks wisdom ask in James 1.5. So I ask for that wisdom in each of our hearts, that the way to abundance that is applicable to each of these lives, the individual blueprint that you have for each of us, that plan that you have to prosper them and not put them in harm's way. Let that be revealed into each of these hearts this day, Father, in the spirit. So that when they operate in faith out of that wisdom that you have given us, then we can taste that prosperity. We can taste that abundance. And we can bring glory to your name by sowing into your kingdom out of that abundance. I ask for that edification in each of these lives, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized or will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray in a special way for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of of division or separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially the stronghold of prayerlessness and all other kinds of limitations that are put on people's lives seeking to keep them yoked and in slavery and bondage, like anxiety, depression, any kind of mental disorders. Addictions of all kinds. And the worst of all, ignorance from your truth, leading them to prayerlessness. The lack of abundance as well, Father, poverty. We come against it in your name, the name that is above all names. We pray also for all our family and our friends that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O Lord, that they might call on your name. And as your word says then, they shall not end up in shame, but they shall be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release this our prayer, making it a prayer of agreement with each other in accordance with your word in Matthew 18, 18, 19. Matthew 18, 18, 19. Then your word says that there you are in our midst. Your spirit hovers over this prayer meeting. And he prays with us. And on our behalf. We believe Lord that we have received every prayer that we release at this platform now in faith. In the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. To make it a prayer of agreement in the spirit as one spirit. Those that are seeking that gift of tongues, release your tongue and your faith. Start with one syllable and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. He always honors a sincere prayer request when you ask with the intention of interceding for others, blessing others. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rakatos <laughs> Esia la rada bara 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 Shandiyakiyasarakadapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Shandiakia, <laughs> Arian de la Brosita in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, as, as we were praying and Russell was teaching this morning, there was a real presence of God the Father. And the words that were spoken to me, I am your omnipotence, Lord and God. Every beat of your heart and every breath you take is a gift from your God. I love you, my children. All is in me and by me. Come into my embrace. And the scripture I got is a continuation of one of Russell's. 
from 2 Corinthians 9, 11 to 13. You will be enriched in every way for great generosity, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God for the rendering of this service not only supplies the wants of the saints, but also overflows in many thanksgivings to God. Under the test of this service, you will glorify God by your obedience in acknowledging the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 to 17, where it is written, <clears throat> Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And a second scripture is from. Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. And here I am reminded of that word, eater. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as <clears throat> Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our social media platforms and our Telegram chat group as well, please share those with your friends and family. Also, invite them to join us on our Friday Bible study sessions where all of these revelations then start to join the dots in your heart and gives them a better understanding that helps improve their prayer life as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, as we have received revelation today when we meditate on it further, let us step out in boldness and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory.
Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless everyone. Jesus.